0: Mari Reisberg. Over the past several years, I've combined my degrees in acting and somatic psychology to share my sustaining creativity techniques with performers, and now I've decided to share it with a bigger audience that includes you. I believe we are all creative, and this podcast is all about that. Over the past few years of hosting this podcast, I have come to realize how challenging it can be to expand someone's understanding of creativity who doesn't believe they are creative or who struggles to see how creativity might support them in their everyday life. Once a month, I will be choosing a topic I find fascinating, interesting, or exciting, and combining it with creativity to share with you just how much creativity permeates all aspects of our lives. In today's episode, I'm going to be talking about creativity and uncertainty. So sit back, relax, And let's dive into today's solo episode of Sustaining Creativity Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's episode. Today I'm going to be talking about creativity and uncertainty. Now you might think, what does creativity have to do with uncertainty? Great question. Let's chat about it. So what is the connection between creativity and uncertainty? Well, when we begin anything, be it a project, a painting, a garden, a presentation, nothing is certain. Okay, well, almost nothing. We have some certainty that there is a drive to create something, but we don't know what it will be when we arrive at the end. Creativity is a way to work things out. We humans like to figure things out. We like to know why things are the way they are, and facing the challenges we feel head on are ways to work through the fears that may stick in our minds. As Brene Brown says, we are born makers. We move what we're learning from our heads to our hearts through our hands. So why is uncertainty so difficult? Not knowing on day one how whatever it is you're doing is going to end or what it will look like when it's complete can be paralyzing to many. It's hard to act or take action in the face of incomplete information or without assurances that you're on the right path. However, it's that very lack of assurance or certainty that also serves as proof that the journey or quest you are on and the potential outcome are unique and important. Let's look at uncertainty for a moment. Uncertainty, ambiguity, the unknown are all used to describe an experience that many of us have a lot of anxiety around. Now, if we had tolerance, or our ability to tolerate uncertainty, ambiguity, and the unknown, we are more likely to dance or move with it long enough to come up with better solutions, better ideas, and better creations. Additionally, tolerance of ambiguity has been shown to be significantly and positively related to creativity. Now, I understand some people don't like the word tolerance because it has an uncomfortable quality that you are enduring or suffering rather than inviting and embracing uncertainty, embracing ambiguity, or embracing the unknown. So perhaps a more constructive replacement for tolerance is a willingness to embrace the unknown. We are inviting the unknown into our creative experience so we can be surprised. So we stay curious and so we can set down rigid thoughts, fear or anxiety we have surrounding uncertainty. If everything is known and certain, that means it's all been done before. And we are here to bring our unique creative voice to the world, not to repeat someone else's. As you've probably heard on previous solo episodes, I like to talk a little bit about the brain and the role it plays in the topic I'm discussing. So let's explore a little bit about uncertainty and the brain. The brain is constantly trying to predict what will happen next. It does this to keep us safe, it does this to keep us protected, and it does this to keep us within our comfort zone. Psychologist Emma Tanovic, with the Boston Consulting Group in Philadelphia, who has also researched the consequences of uncertainty at Yale University, says, Uncertainty can intensify how threatening a situation feels. I don't know about you, but I have absolutely experienced this now. I'm not sure if I've mentioned this before on any episodes of the podcast, but I have an odd or perhaps unique phobia of balloons. I know, I know it sounds silly and yet the uncertainty of a balloon popping makes any situation I'm in with balloons even more scary and way more threatening. You might think a balloon isn't a threat. And yet to my brain it feels like one of the biggest threats possible now i don't want you to worry about me i've actually taken this challenge to my own therapy and i'm happy to say my relationship to balloons today is much less threatening okay back to the brain so now that we know that uncertainty can intensify how threatening a situation feels They've also learned that it's not just the uncertainty of a threat that causes discomfort. We're also reluctant to place ourselves in potentially profitable situations if they involve an element of unpredictability. Think about that for a moment. In our brain's attempt to protect us, we have potentially been missing out on positive situations if they involve an element of unpredictability. And in my experience regardless of the situation there is an element of uncertainty or unpredictability in everything i'm doing and yes i have missed out on positive situations due to their unpredictability it's actually hard to admit that however now that i have more awareness of my history i can now pay more attention to future situations i don't want to miss out on so Our reactions to uncertainty may have made sense in terms of evolution, since the brain is constantly trying to predict what will happen next, allowing it to prepare the body and mind in the most effective way possible. In uncertain situations, that planning is a lot harder. And if you're potentially facing a predator or a human foe, the wrong response could be deadly. However if you're not actually facing a predator or a human foe. A feeling of uncertainty can bring acute discomfort. For some people, a general inability to process ambiguous situations can even fuel chronic anxiety disorders. Now neuroscientists have started to track the brain activity behind this kind of flawed decision making. The research is still ongoing, but the results so far after offer some hints of the neural response to uncertainty. There appears to be heightened activity in some areas of the brain. For example, areas that may reflect a state of hypervigilance so that we are extra alert to potential risks. Uncertainty also seems to trigger other areas of the brain which are involved in weighing up the consequences of a particular event, and which may inflate the brain's estimates of the potential damage. Now, if you are someone who struggles with uncertainty, ambiguity, the unknown, or unpredictability, all is not lost! Many existing psychotherapies can increase people's tolerance or embracing of uncertainty. With gentle encouragement to step outside your comfort zone, you may find the feelings are not nearly as bad as you fear and that a small amount of chaos in our lives can even offer an opportunity for learning and growth. When we have a higher tolerance or more capacity to embrace uncertainty we can decrease stress levels because we are not fixating on uncertainties that are out of our control so how can you prepare to face uncertainty here are four ways you can prepare to face uncertainty the first build your tolerance or build your ability to embrace uncertainty We navigate uncertainty every day, like driving to work when you might not make it there on time, acknowledging these everyday uncertainties that we usually gloss over and focusing on the fact that you still went about your life can build your tolerance or your willingness to embrace more significant uncertainties. Number two, practice mindfulness. Studies have shown that mindfulness can reduce suffering caused by uncertainty. There are many ways to practice mindfulness. There are apps you can download, classes you can take, groups you can join. Here is a quick mindfulness practice to help you get started. Go through your five senses, sight, sound, touch, taste, and smell, and think of Three things or three sensations you're experiencing with each one of those senses. For example, what are three things you can see right now? Name them out for yourself. What are three things you can hear right now? Again, name them out for yourself. Three things you smell, three things you taste, etc. When you start worrying about the uncertainties of the world, you can interrupt your thoughts with this routine. It can help ground you in the present moment and the certainties that do surround you. Number three, follow a schedule. The physiological consequences of stress can cause changes to your sleep and eating patterns to counteract that, sticking to a schedule, including going to bed at the same time each day, is important during uncertain times. Having this routine can also give you a much-needed sense of structure and control when you're otherwise lacking it. And number four, let go and focus on things you can control. An unwillingness to experience anxiety or an intolerance to anxiety can often lead to additional suffering. We see this often with people constantly Googling, checking the news, stockpiling supplies. It's trying to fight uncertainty in ways that ultimately increase anxiety or create cultures of fear. Instead, step back, unplug, and focus on the things you can control like your work, your family time, and your daily routine. So how can creativity support uncertainty? Creativity helps bring calm to our minds and bodies. Being creative is often compared to meditation, as we can get lost in the creative task. And the nature of getting lost in something is so positive that it has a calming effect on our nervous system. Now. The average person has about 60,000 thoughts in a day. A creative act, such as crafting, can help focus the mind and has even been compared to meditation due to its calming effects on the brain and the body. So even gardening or sewing actually releases dopamine, which is a natural antidepressant. Creativity also helps us to engage our imaginations and go beyond ourselves. So being creative is like a lot of things that support a decrease in stress, such as exercise, meditation, laughing with friends. It creates good chemicals within our brains and it makes us happier and more joyful. Also, being creative can help us accept what the world and its challenges are. Now, encounters with uncertainty play various and important roles in provoking and sustaining creativity and learning throughout the lifespan. But, by wanting to be right or correct, we avoid the unknown and miss out on the uncertainty that fuels creativity. So how we foster uncertainty or create an environment that supports uncertainty, which in turn supports creativity, new ideas and innovation is extremely important. By establishing conditions to help you become more creative requires your commitment to navigating uncertainty. One way to establish these conditions is through play. Play helps us to embrace uncertainty around challenge, provide support in our approaches to creativity, and ultimately enhance our workplace collaborations and the innovative potential that creative leaders can cultivate. Creativity cannot exist without uncertainty. It requires us to let go of inevitability and open ourselves up to the possibility of messiness and discomfort, but also to the prospect of something new and exciting. This is not only a tremendous time of chaos, ambiguity, uncertainty, and confusion, it's also fertile ground for creativity. There are no paths to the future, so we must create them. We have tremendous opportunity to build a better future. Everything should start with an idea, but not a very good idea, so there is room for creativity Innovation and Uncertainty. Ilya Pragogin, a Belgian chemist and Nobel Prize winner, states, The future is uncertain, but this uncertainty is at the very heart of human creativity. Thank you so much for joining me for this solo episode. I love getting the opportunity to share with you how creativity connects to other areas of our lives and how creativity can support transformation and growth. Creativity is a mindset and anything we do can be creative. Thanks for listening to the Sustaining Creativity Podcast. We'd love to keep in touch, so follow us on Facebook and Instagram. We are at sustaining creativity. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts, tag your friends and family so they can listen too. We love to hear from you. So leave your reviews, comments, and questions. Check out our website, sustainingcreativity.com for upcoming offerings and creativity coaching. Tune in Tuesdays for our next episode. And remember with creativity, anything's possible.